Welcome. <laughs> Once again, yes. welcome to Date Night with the Crafts. The Crafts. Yes. I am Jay Craft, Justin Craft, mm -hmm. and my lovely, yes. beautiful impeachment. Ooh. Impeachment. <laughs> <laughs> Wife. Impeachment proof. Impeachment proof. Okay. Wife. I'll go with impeachment proof. <laughs> Hey y'all! Thank I'll you. Let you finish it. Okay. Yeah, crap. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. Welcome again to yes. another night, and we are looking forward to having a superb night. We are. So. Yes. Let you do the introduction. Yes. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. So segment one, y'all know that we on this schedule now because Danielle didn't put us on these segments and stuff, trying to bring organization to this shit because we like don't have any of that. So let's talk about our cocktail. And I'm going to post this to the page. So this will be everywhere. It'll be on Facebook. It'll be on Instagram. It's called uh, Black Cherry, Kyla? Black Cherry. And it has Crown Royal Black Cran Grape and Delaware Punch. They still sell Delaware Punch? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we gonna we gonna we gonna try it out. So I'm gonna make these cocktails, and then I'm going to post pictures, recipes. Y'all like what I did with that henny lemonade? Yeah. That shit was good. Actually, was. I, a lot of people was telling me about. It. They're like, I really like like this drink. And the they were like, lemonade. you don't yeah. know how many people have texted me to ask me, can Kyla just make some deliveries yeah. of the henny lemonade always to their house? So always, Kyla, you got some orders. I just want to let you know that. So whenever you feel like you want to get, uh, can I say Jakey? Jiggy with it? No. No? No. no. Whenever you feel like you want to come up on that cocktail bag, hey, yeah. then you can make that. Because you got a lot of people that want to put in an order. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. So, again, that's called Black Cherry, and I will be posting that to the page. I'm going to do it by tonight. No, yeah. by tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, we heard that shit Yes, before. I know you've heard that many times before. <laughs> I make y'all so many promises. I'm doing my best, I promise. She really is. I am. She really is. She I be am. trying hard as hell. I do. Yeah. You, you see this. Yeah, I see it. Thank you, baby. Yeah, I know. You got you, man. You you got me? Really, I, I really do. Thank you. Yeah. So no, he yeah. got me. So I appreciate that. But we're going to post that to the page so y'all have that by the weekend so y'all can uh, try that out and see what that's all about. And um, so let's get into, oh, what I wanted to tell you. And I know that we said we we're going to make a separate thing about it. Mm -hmm. But I just want you to share with them because last episode we talked in grave detail mm -hmm. about forgiveness. Right. And you said you were going to sit with oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on I forgiveness. Know, I know. And then, like I told y'all, 4 o'clock in the morning, 4, four o'clock-ish. Right. He's like, babe, yeah. let me tell you about why I struggled. Mm -hmm. answering the question about forgiveness because i do not know how to forgive and mm. that's that's the honest answer yeah i don't i struggle with forgiveness okay because um forgiveness a lot of times was looked upon as a weakness when i came up gotcha so you know to forgive somebody and to show them that you forgive was opening a door to let them come back in to do it again gotcha so i so don't, you don't believe that people can actually change S very few people very few people i'm one of them i'm one of them i can change you can change i have the ability to change that's only because you're a gemini that don't count yeah i know i just swap out the other one with the other one yeah but then yeah. you go back to being that same nigga so. nah not really no yeah both okay. both of us can update at the same time yeah but the whole thing is yeah that was a big thing for me so you know growing up you didn't forgive you just be like we'll be cool yeah so you just All let right. it go you let it go and you let them know that i just let it slide okay 
but I didn't forgive you, nigga. I just okay. let it slide. Okay. And that's how you kind of kept your guard up. You let them know I'm still watching you because I didn't forgive you. I have my, I have a feeling you might do it again. So that's that whole thing of I'll forgive you, but I'll, I won't forget. Yeah. So really, you're not letting it go at all. Yeah, you're you not just, letting it go. It's just eroding and corroding my shit all inside. <laughs> yeah, holding on to all these grudges. Really? Yeah. yeah. You gotta let no, no, no. I don't got a lot of them. I let, I let a lot of them go. I, I learned you, how to do it. You learned how to let grudges I, go. Yeah, I learned how to do it. But I'm saying I have a huge problem with forgiveness. Got you. So it's still something that I struggle with from time to time. Mm-hmm. But I definitely know how to do it, and I can flip the switch. It just depends on the person. Got you. And if they do deserve if they deserve it got you yeah okay well i just wanted y'all to hear that because we talked about it we said we'd come back and uh touch on it again right all right so right. that's okay. justin's take off i believe in forgiveness i'm evolved. i know you do i do <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've evolved to the point to where i can actually do it right i have to let a lot of people go though but yeah 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 but um <laughs> let's talk about last date night so last date night was so dope because what did we do last date night? We had what? Our lunch party. Our lunch party. We yeah, had people come through, and uh, we had some people come through that we didn't even invite because I didn't re- realize that Eventbrite was just like letting everybody know mm-hmm. that we were having a party. So people came through the door like, what's this? Yeah. So we yeah. got to educate them on what it was about. Yeah. So... We yeah, that, that was fans. interesting because, you know, like I said, we always look at everybody as family. We do. So everybody that walked in was like, hey, I, you know, I was at the door shaking everybody's hand, you know, yeah. inviting them in. Yeah. We had enough drinks and food to go around for everybody. We it did. actually bought 30, 40 more people. We yeah. could have showed up and could have had more for them, too, as yeah. well. I like the space so, where we had it at. Yeah, it was yeah. really you nice. You saw Travis Scott. You were yeah, okay, that was, the, that was the dope part. I was that was the dope part. That was the that dope was part. That was not the dope part. The that dope was, part was my toast. It was your toast. But I'm saying there was multiple dope parts. Oh, that was yeah. the dopest part. It was though. multiple. There could be more than one dope part. But you part said that like that was doper than my toast. It wasn't, but kind of. But here's the <laughs> thing. Um, <laughs> so I was outside and a bunch, like two Bentleys pulled up. Like yeah. I was standing right outside and two yeah. Bentleys pulled up and yeah. then... He pulled up in a Mercedes Jeep. Yeah. And then something just told me, this thing is going to get out the car. Yeah. That's you knew it was him. I knew it was him. Because we kind of, we had the feeling that mm-hmm. that studio next door was the studio yeah, that's that they his place. showed yeah. in his in the uh, documentary. Mama, I can. Yeah. Mama, I can fly. Mama, I can fly. Yeah, I think so, it was. Because we'd been looking at that place for a while and right. we saw the studio. It was like, hey, it's a studio that's right next to Ronan. Right. So I had already said, we're going to see Travis Scott. So when you, you did say that shit. I that's did. crazy. Early, before even you know, all that, we I'm didn't know psychic, anything about that. I I'm know. A psychic, I know everything. But that's I had that right producer that what? feeling in my heart when I yeah. get close to artists, and I'm like, oh man, I feel like that they give energy, off energy. They give off the energy, and I'm like, damn, I can produce this motherfucker. So anyway, <laughs> he got. So anyway, I'm standing outside. Two Bentleys pull up. The Mercedes Jeep pulls up, yeah. right? And then I'm just standing there, and then boom, he just jumps out. Smoking. You had a fanboy moment. Oh, he was smoking. Like. Whew. I was like, Travis, hey, what's up, man? He's, hey, what's going on? Really? And, and then uh, right before I was about to say, hey, you know, we got a little thing going in here, you yeah. know, he his bodyguards like just rump, surrounded him. And I was just like, all right, that's cool, bro. You know, That's cool. Well, we didn't want you to have a fanboy moment anyway. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Even though I ran back in and told you that. I know you did. Like, yeah! Travis is outside. He's standing right there. And he was standing right by the door. And I was like, oh, man. I thought it was cute. I didn't judge you. It was funny. Okay. It was funny. Yeah. So, okay. But that was dope. And I, was we dope. thank everybody that came out. We had a video. So we post the video to Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, everywhere. So y'all go check it out so y'all can see who came through and who toasted it up with us. Again, my toast was kind of a big deal. I, I feel like we should spend more time talking about it, but we don't have a lot of time. Yeah. But if y'all go and y'all watch it, y'all come and y'all tell me if y'all are not inspired. 
I know, right? I'm trying to get this shit posted on Netflix. Shit that I just had. I know. I'm trying to get. Came to me out of. Yeah, it needs to be posted on Netflix or Hula. Really? Just just your introduction. Just had its own little thing. Just Kara's introduction. Just click on it right there. Yeah. Thank you, babe. We'll work on that. I appreciate that. Let's talk. Let's let's get into. The conversation about our life for more people to hear this, I think it would change some lives. Change some lives. I mean, I'm not baby. serious, but I am. I know. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. Not arrogant, but. Oh. I'm not arrogant at all. I just yeah. think highly. Yeah, you say of, highly. Of my abilities exactly. and shit I can do. Yeah. Okay. But that was our date night. We shared it with our family. We won't call them fans because we don't see y'all as that. Anybody that shows us love and support, y'all instantly become family because that's really what family is oh yeah it takes yeah. family to, and for to, y'all family that don't love and support us that don't mm. post our shit you mm. have been reduced yeah i'm kidding <laughs> no she's not, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> we, we secretly talk about we you do. we do we go talk to your facebook big page shit and look at you and discuss yeah because you share other people's stuff yeah and you don't share our stuff and we i know just right like, we, but you come over my house and sit on my couch yes. and watch tv we don't yes. share my shit and then you share other I don't. That's a different okay, type of nigga right di- there, man. But all right, cool. That's a different we're, comment. All right, okay. We'll move on. We're going to let on. that go. Right. We're going to let that go. But without further ado, I just want to let y'all know we promised y'all that this season would be entertaining. We promised y'all. Yeah, we did. I that we were going to have guests, not just any guests, dope guests. People that y'all know, people that y'all have seen, people that y'all read about. So without further ado, we would like to welcome to our show comedian. College professor, radio personality, host, author. I think that y'all know him as uh, Bishop Secular. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Right? I like that word, secular. Like, me too. Me too. Like and I, I want why. you two to tell us. But anyway, without further ado, mm-hmm. Mr. Marcus D. Wiley. Right, Thank you. Right. What up, crafts? Hello. Right. Y'all like, thanks for having me. Thank all right, all right. Yeah. So. We were go- we were told to do an icebreaker, so we were exactly. thinking like, what's a good icebreaker, you know? And because I've dabbled also in books, mm-hmm. so I, I, I did publishing for a while. Um, the question I wanted to ask to to start this thing off is if a, there was a story, a book written about your life, what would be the title? Story written about my life. The yes. title would probably be. Mm. <laughs> See, I told you, you'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's so many. I yeah. mean, this would be more like a uh, series of books. Yes. But if I just I pick one, that. I would just say um, real. Oh, okay. Real. There you go. Why real? That's my whole my whole comedy, everything I do. I don't look for right answers. I don't look for wrong answers. I look for real answers. Gotcha. And so that's just my approach. Respect oh, that. Well, I was yeah. going to ask you why were you on the show with these with all these sinners. <laughs> yeah, but I know, now, right? Because <laughs> I'm the light. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. I mm-hmm. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, when did you realize that you were funny? I think I've been funny um, day one as a kid and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't turn professional until 2002. Okay. Because uh, I always, um, I didn't think I could do it without cussing. Gotcha. That mm-hmm. was a, that was the big thing. All the oh, comics I like, mm-hmm. they filthy mouth, yeah. vulgar, yeah, all like that. And so, yeah. you know, because I'm a preacher's kid and grandkid, so forth and so on, I knew I didn't want to be going opposite of what my folk was trying to do. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So I didn't think it could be done. Okay. And you figured out that it could be done because I think that you're very funny. Like I listen to. Thank you. Uh, well, our favorite is Dave Chappelle. That's oh, yeah. mine too. Yeah. Yeah, but, my favorite. But when I. 
when I was doing the research mm-hmm. on you, I've, I've always known who you were. When okay. I started doing research, because I want to make sure that we ask you questions that count and that matter. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm laughing. You know, it didn't stop because you were talking about God or because you were uh, not cursing. Right. So you've been able to maintain that. And I think mm-hmm. that's dope that you were able yeah. to still be yourself. Exactly. Within the, the context of comedian, host, and all of these other things. Thank you. Um, so we were told that, like us, that you've been married for a long time. 22 years. Yeah, 22 that's years. how long we've been married. To it's the same woman. Oh, well, yeah. yeah that's, different. That's yeah, he's been married to different women. Different women it's all the, the time. It's not the same box. Yeah. It's not the same frame, <laughs> but I've been different. I oh, changed. You, been, you changed. Yeah. I changed. Maybe oh, every five dope. years. Every yeah. five years. Every yeah, she gets a new hairstyle, yeah. totally different person. Man. Yes. Every <laughs> time person. I change my hairstyle, that's yeah. it. I'm a new woman. A new woman. Yes. There you go. Yes. Yep. <laughs> like this woman with the long hair, the mm-hmm. long Brazilian. Mm-hmm. She cocky. She got that yeah. Brazilian. Yeah. <laughs> that Brazilian. She cocky. Yes. Um. So this show is about vulnerability. Okay. You know, um, Justin and I have very different. Would very, you say have very different? Opinions? Very, very different. Why are we so different? How are we making it? Because that's, that's how it works. Yeah, I do. I do think that opposite attract. But I think you still have to have something in common yeah. to be compatible with each other. Mm-hmm. But this particular episode, again, is about vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, A deep dive into vulnerability. A deep dive into vulnerability. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. complexities. So. Marcus, we want you to, because you've been in a relationship for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So we sure you have some, some jewels or some, some things that you can share with our, our audience about being vulnerable. Um, not just through the lens of being a human, but through the lens of being a black man, because that was something Justin was talking to me here, yeah. well, on our way here about. Mm-hmm. And um, just share some wisdom with us, because we have our views but we'd like to know too. What are your views about vulnerability? So, hmm. I'm gonna start off by asking, what do you believe that vulnerability is? I struggle with that word. I'm sorry, y'all. Vulnerability. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. Vulnerability. Disease. I know, right? Even typing it, like and I'm looking at my text here. And I wrote it like 30 times, <laughs> and then it's still like underlined like 30 times. Like nigga, you spelled that shit wrong 30 <laughs> times. Like I'm like, all right, yeah, okay, I get it. All yeah. right, whatever. Vulnerability. You can't spell it or say it. Yeah, I know, right? Thank you. Mm. Okay. I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> yeah. What do you What do you believe it to be? Vulnerability. I don't know the you know the real definition, but I believe vulnerability to be uh, being able to allow your loved one or people to see your weaknesses mm. you mm. know a lot yeah. of times we feel we have to be strong all yeah. the time for everybody and yeah. sometimes you know I need to be able to tell my wife man I don't know what I'm doing right now yeah you know I'm lost you gotcha. know what direct you know sometimes I don't know what which way my career is going and yeah or mm. so forth oh I don't know if, if our kids get in trouble Really don't know what to do. I mean, I don't know if we should choke him out or. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, so right. I just think I being vulnerable is a, just yeah. allowing people to know. You yeah. know, I don't have all the answers all the time. I, I'm not the strongest all the time. You know, you can see some of my weaknesses and flaws. Gotcha. Oh, that's, that's 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 real. That's real. And what were you telling me about vulnerability? Oh anyway? my God, <laughs> this long in depth thing. We need to get the clock running pretty soon because I'm gonna have to make sure I'm on point at this time because my mm. shit will just run all the way over on the definition. So I try to keep it very short and sweet. Okay. Um, there's to me there's multiple parts of vulnerability, right? Mm-hmm. And I was telling Kara one of the biggest ones is the social part, right? Gotcha. There's actually the big four. What I call the big four: it's social, economic, environmental, and physical. Okay. Oh, okay. 
You studied. Yeah. <laughs> so <School> you went to. <laughs> you struck shit. Oh, uh. boy. Yeah. School of trauma. <laughs> School of trauma. So um, basically the first part, physical, right? So there's, there's a vulnerability of being physical. So there's a part physical where just to what you mean in relationship physical to relationship as in touch. Yeah. Um, you know, just being with somebody laying in bed next to each other, being able to kiss each other, being able to show each other love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, some people be like, I want to be in a relationship. I don't want you to fucking touch me. There's people like that. Yeah. There's two people that are asexual and they try to, <laughs> you know, be in a relationship. And they're just this weird, that awkward shit that they're doing. Yeah. You know, so, you know, that happens. So. Being vulnerable, there's a physical part of it yeah. that you have to identify and you have to be, you know, understanding. And don't get me wrong, there's no right or wrong. Yeah. So you can have two asexual people that don't want to touch each other or, when they, or they want to live in a plastic bubble and they just want to touch their hands between the plastic bubbles. <laughs> they can do that. Yeah. And you have people like us who baby oil and sweat and all this other what? shit going on. Ah. Why are you bringing that, that up? I know, but I'm just saying, you know, okay. then it's all like, you know, so then you can have that. You can yeah. have both, but both of them are right. Yeah. Depending on the relationship, right? Got you. And then the other part, excuse me, is the social part, right? Yeah. Because what happens when you become vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. You tell people yeah. your weaknesses, your problems. Yeah. You share with your lover your weaknesses, your problems, you know, and then- Was that hard for you? Huh? It's always hard for a man in is the beginning. Is it hard for a man? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah you agree, I would right? agree. Yeah, it's that always- it's hard for men to be vulnerable with the women that they, maybe with the world. Yeah, because we want- you know, I should. I feel like I need to have the answers. Got I you. feel like I need. Right. To, I'm the leader, so yeah. you shouldn't be worried. I should be able to handle it, take care of it. And so yeah. sometimes, right. if I'm struggling with that, I can't. Mm-hmm. Then it's hard to, you know, right. open up. So yeah, I guess as women, then what we have to do, like we always talk about creating a platform or a space mm-hmm. where these things are available. Right. So as women, how can we create that space so that you feel? I wouldn't even say comfortable, safe enough right. to be vulnerable where you can say, I mm-hmm. don't know. No, we'll get to that in one second. That's, we're almost there. We're almost there? No. Did I jump? Yeah, you I jump. Yeah, I said two parts left. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. I told you right, I was cool. evolving. I, I know, evolving right? You just want to fast minute. forward because that's the part you want to know about the most. You're like, yes. let's just get to this part right <laughs> yes. here because I don't want to know about this part. Yes. Okay, I got yes. you. But no, so after the social part, right? Yeah. Economic. Okay. Mm. You know, there comes a point in time when, you know, you meet people and they go, yeah, we're in love. We love each other. Yeah, we do all types of shit together. Oh, yeah, da, da, da. No, we have separate accounts, though. I never understood that. Like, how can you trust somebody with your life? But not your money. But not your money. I know, right? You trust someone mm. You trust someone to have kids with. I'm going to have kids with this. Yeah, I trust this person to raise my children. You know? I don't agree with that. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't agree with what y'all yeah. saying. What? Mm. What do you agree with? About having the two different accounts. What about that? I mean, I don't think that that's a bad thing. No, 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 no. And I don't think it's, it's a trust I think it's thing a bad either. thing if it mm. is because of trust. Yeah. You know. Okay. Well, what? Yeah. So if I don't trust Justin, mm-hmm. you know, and I have my account because I don't trust that he's gonna do the right thing, or I don't trust that he won't, you know, put us mm-hmm. in the poor out that he will, you know, then I think it's a bad thing. I think if that's like he was saying, the people that are in a bubble that don't want to touch as much because this is what they've established to be the best thing for their relationship. It's right. different putting up boundaries and things like that because this is the way that it works best but when you do it because you can't be vulnerable with this person or you don't trust them yeah then i think that that's problematic yeah it can turn into something a lot of problems i've seen stem from it then they try to fix it by doing that yeah and then it just turns into something totally different because what happens is 
uh, the person eventually finds out what they're doing or eventually yeah. finds out other things are happening and then goes from there. Okay, but, that's but, if something but I do want to hear what Marcus right. has to say because we've, we've dibbled and dabbled with the separate account thing. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say about that? You think yeah. it, it's not bad? You think, what were you saying? Well, yeah. what I'm saying, like, I can only go with, let's say, my household. Yeah. You know, um, you know my gift to my wife is for holding me down when I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Is that she don't pay any bills, right? Mm-hmm. She don't pay any bills. Listen to this, babe. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm trying. I'm just saying this is my thing now. Different, yeah. different bills. Different bills. Yeah. yeah. The shit I, you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. So, so, um, I now she is the beneficiary and everything on my accounts, of course. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I have my account. She have her account. Has it always been that way? Uh, maybe pretty much. Yeah, for the most part. We maybe start off trying to do, because you think that's the right thing to do is, hey, have joint account. Yeah. That's just, you know, you're one now. Yeah. Right. So everything is one. one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And me being a church boy, they yeah. really, they really teach that. Yeah. Yeah. But that one thing don't work because, I mean, for us it didn't work <laughs> and at that time mm-hmm. because, I'm sure it don't you know, she's pulling <laughs> money over here I'm, and over mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. You always got to, hey. So did, did you do, uh, what did you, you know, and so <laughs> it didn't work. So now, <laughs> so now for us, yeah. you know, I take care of the bills. Mm-hmm. I mean, she take care of the kids and the house and, mm-hmm. and so forth and so on. And, and we know what's what. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I, that I makes sense. That. Yeah, definitely yeah, but it's not, but it's, it ain't high. I mean, she see the bills. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know what's, what's popping around here. Yeah. Oh yeah, so. definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, um. Uh, so after that, after economic, there is the environmental. Yeah. You know, and the whole environmental thing is what. You're talking about being environmentally vulnerable. Yeah. Like, okay. so. I said right that time. I know, right? right. So basically, yeah. like, you know, you get with someone, you start talking to them, and then y'all decide to live together. Y'all decide to share a space together. Mm. You mm-hmm. decide to, you know, live your life. Yeah. Together. And what type of person is that are they you know they dirty they clean they live you know section eight or they live in a nice place whatever it doesn't matter but where are you starting from and do you want to stay there so vulnerability in this case is leaving yourself open Mm -hmm. to a person influencing your lifestyle yeah exactly that's where that's another connection to a lot of people they leave all they leave that off see that's what i was telling people about vulnerability it's far more deeper than just sitting in a room alone with someone and going you know, when I was secrets. little, I used to pick my nose and eat it. Like, that's not, you know, that's like, you that's, that? eh, you know, no, far worse shit than that. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, what you call it? But, you know, <laughs> but I'm just saying that, you know, it, it's, it's far more complex, you know, it's yeah. far more complex. And I think if people identify with it and yeah. really understand it, yeah. I think, you know, it would make way, it make things a little bit more easier and the, the understanding and the connection with your partner would be a lot better. Okay. You know, cause, cause people go into shit and they don't look at nothing. They just see someone they like yeah you know i mean I, i've been with cats back in the day they married a woman because she had a fat ass yeah they and married her because she looked a certain way yeah that's bad hmm yeah because didn't you marry me because i had a fat ass no nah, no nah. that wasn't it nah, what why uh, did you it was personality oh yeah so in other words if you don't know anybody right let's say you married man i just like the way her ass looks she got me you know whatever and you married and they're like man she, she got a fucking worst personality ever yeah she can't cook she kind of dirty, <laughs> and her cousins are like <laughs> hardheads. Man, I don't know about this shit, Jay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Did you talk about that environment? (laughs) Did you talk about the economic part of it? You know, did you talk about the social part of it? She don't know really how to communicate. She gets mad and upset for some reason. You don't know why. Did you talk about that? Yeah. No, I mean, you just wanted a girl because you wanted to. Sex. You thought that the sexual part would be. Sexual part. Yeah. And the the arm candy was more important because you thought about what people feel about you first. Okay. Than what you thought about yourself and your partner. Okay. Hmm. Look at you. Hmm. Let me ask you this, Marcus. Do you think that you can form a valuable relationship without some form of vulnerability? Repeat the question. (laughs) (laughs) Can you form like a lasting, excuse me, a lasting valuable relationship if you're not vulnerable? Uh, I think I think you can. But I think at some point, you know, of a relationship, you know, you're going to have to be vulnerable. Yeah. Both both people. Gotcha. At some point, you're gonna it's it's gonna come up. Yeah. I mean, now, now when you know it may be one year, maybe mm-hmm. ten years. Yeah. You know, maybe twenty years. Yeah. But at some point, you have to be. You, we're gonna reach this moment. Okay. So I'm glad that you're here because you are a man of faith, and me and Justin, um, we're both of faith. We have different faiths and beliefs, you mm-hmm. know. But one thing we always talk about. I have um, a song. We wrote this song with sense. It's called Same Demons. And the song basically talks about our um, demons being the things that the the things we don't want people to see about us, either the darkness within us that we don't want people to see being that thing that really bonds and connects you with your partner. It's not always because you love God. It's not because y'all can always sit down together and read y'all Bibles and come up with all these scriptures that define why you should be with this person. It's that dark stuff, mm-hmm. the stuff that you are vulnerable about, that mm-hmm. you disclose to that person that they can either relate to, comfort you with, keep whatever, you know. What would you say about that? Do you do you agree or how do you feel about me saying that as far as it's our demons and those the dark parts of our personalities and lives that create the the deepest bonds with yeah. somebody that you're in a relationship with? Yeah. I mean I mean I think what I'm getting ready to say is maybe on the same track as you, maybe just see it differently. But yeah. you know, I really don't know the love you have for me. Yeah. Until yeah. we reach these dark places. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the dark places are necessary. Yeah. Because that's how I know you down with me. You know, when you hear the terminology love this person's dirty draws or yeah. you know, mm-hmm. all this type of stuff. That's saying they know these dark parts mm-hmm. on your terminology the, the, the you say demon? Yeah. yeah. The only reason I say demons because we look at demons as being these dark energies, these mm-hmm. things that um that we're shameful of or the things yeah, that right. hurt us. We don't look at angelic things right. as being hurtful or dark. Right, you know? right, right. So that's why I refer to it as like as demons. Yeah. Right. And so and you know, most people when you look at like take a your average regular marriage vows, I'm just saying. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll tell you, um, better worse. Mm-hmm. It's an indication that worse is coming. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people, they, <laughs> they got to skip past yeah. that part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and know it's good now, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but worse is coming. Yeah. You know, rich or poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, not, this is not just monetary. Yeah. We're talking about poor attitude, poor work ethic. Mm-hmm. You know, um, oh, what's the other one? Um, rich or poor, sickness and in health. Yeah. Sickness, you know. We, we 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 try to think about permissible sicknesses like, oh, um, they have cancer. Okay, that's mm-hmm. 
would permit that. No, yeah. I'm talking about the sickness he still got with these clubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The sickness she got, yeah. you know, all this money she spent. You yeah. know, it's a, mm-hmm. these That's are, sickness. No, she has some sickness. You know what I'm saying? She has some sickness. <laughs> she's sick of mode. She's, she's, sick. she's sick mode. Yeah. And so what? these are some things that even though you may get mad at the person. Yeah. But man, I love them so much, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not about to leave them or, or yeah. detach from them. Yeah. You know, we're just going to try to work around and deal with it. Yeah. And I think when you say when we try to work around, like people be like, how did you get your marriage to work? Or people say, I'm working on my marriage. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that you're working on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's those like the sicknesses, the illnesses, the, you know. The dark parts, that's the mm-hmm. stuff that you work through mm-hmm. to get to where you're trying to go in marriage. And, and even in those vows, you hear, for better or worse, mm-hmm. sickness and health, mm-hmm. rich um, or poor. poor, all of those things, those are vulnerable positions. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So even in vows, most of our traditional wedding vows, we're basically saying, I'll allow myself to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And but a lot of people they not list. It's not registering. No, because you you looking at the flowers. Yeah, you the looking, dress. Mm, looking right. at the family. You know, yeah. the dress. Uh, right. The, 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 uh, not the after party. What they got reception. Yeah. All this here, and you really, and you're really not zooming in yeah. what these vows saying. These yeah. vows are saying, yo. Yeah. It's it's gonna get worse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's telling you on your yeah. wedding day. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and you're basically saying it's too. Get worse. Mm-hmm. And I, I do. It. Yeah. And that, <laughs> so that's what you're saying. I do too. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I do too. Mm-hmm. You're saying that I'm going to yeah. stick it out and and work yeah. through these things. Yeah. It's yeah. called marriage. And, and then you do that in front of everybody, and that's the social part mm-hmm. of the vulnerability right there. Yeah. Because you, in front of everybody, you're like, you're opening up and mm-hmm. saying, I do. I yeah. do. I take this person on. I yeah. love this person. This is going to be mm-hmm. the next step. Okay. That's part of it. So let me get back to that question that you told me I gotten ahead of you on. What? Can I ask now? Go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> How, as a woman, can we create a oh, space, okay. an environment, <laughs> <laughs> where I won't even, like, as a black man, mm-hmm. you feel... That you or you feel safe enough to be vulnerable? Oh, I can I can easily answer that question. I love to answer that question. Okay. Okay. Mm. Crack your fingers. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Cool. So (laughs) you have to create a space, right? And that space is has to be distraction free. So I'm telling everybody this this is like really really real shit, right? It has to be distraction free. So cut the TV off. You know, not sitting there talking while y'all both look at the TV. Y'all sitting next to each other. So what happened last night? (laughs) And she like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. You cut the TV off. You know, get everybody out the room, whatever. So creating a space is actually creating a space. Creating a space. Got you. Creating a space. Yeah, like a MySpace. So anyway, you create the space, (laughs) right? And then y'all y'all sit there. Take get rid of the phones. Yeah. You know, and the you know what the biggest thing is I always tell people they always have is FOMO, right? Mm-hmm. Because the fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. So they always want to keep checking their phone, they want to keep checking on something else, they want to keep checking on like don't worry about that. This is a 30 minutes we're going to take out, sit there and listen to each other. Yeah. And at that point in time, you take turns talking. Yeah. You know, you listen to what that person has to say. Mm-hmm. Don't interrupt. Don't don't prepare your refute just to, you know, listen to argue or listen mm-hmm. to respond. You know, take time out, listen to them eye contact, Mm -hmm. and body language. I always tell people this. People always, they never listen to this, but it's important. Body language is everything. It is. You know what I'm saying? If she's telling you some shit, and then you sitting there, you're just like... (laughs) (laughs) 
you want all this type of shit and you know or she are you telling her something and she just like you look crazy <laughs> you know this type of shit then you're like okay then it, then what happens the person they start to close up yeah they start they to do. go back into the hole again so open get, yourself up yeah you gotta open yourself up and and be open and and put the judgmental bullshit in your pocket for the moment because if this is a person that you genuinely love mm-hmm. then you will not judge them like the rest of the world does that's the part of this love thing that you get when so two people So taking away the judgment is what makes you feel safe. Exactly. Okay. And and this goes beyond just people you love because mm-hmm. everybody that we deal with, they know that I don't judge them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They could tell me all types of crazy shit and I'd be like, "All right, you know, it's cool, you know. Mm-hmm. I I understand. I've been there, I've done this, whatever. I don't judge you." Okay. You know, there's hardly I was telling I was talking to someone about this a while ago. I have and I'm being honest. I have friends that if if rob stores. Yeah. I have friends that stolen cars. I have friends that murdered people. Mm. I know that sounds drastic, but it's just true. <laughs> Life is crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they call, and I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Hey, what's going on, Jay? Da, da, da. Okay. You know, it doesn't matter. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, they know. They say, no, no matter what happens, you know, there's certain things they'll do. You know, I'm like, I, nigga, I can't vote you out of that. But yeah. there's certain things that happen. I'd be like, you know, you still my boy, man. Got you. You know? Same question to you, Marcus. What can we as women do? To create that space where you feel safe mm-hmm. and you can be vulnerable with us. Uh, I think one, don't stop believing in me. Mm. You know, uh, I think that's crucial. Yeah. You know, for for men, uh, for their woman mm-hmm. to still believe mm-hmm. in them. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I lost this job, or. Uh, not making the type of money I want to make, but yeah. you know, when you still believe, man, I'm I'm still, you know, letting me know you're still down with me. Yeah. You still that dude, you know, and uh, you know, some women might say, Oh, you shouldn't need all these affirmations. Mm. But <laughs> we do. And so Right. I think that so, men and women both and do. of course, yeah. yeah, of course women women do as well. But I'm just saying since it was asked about yeah. this yeah. particular yeah, I think we just but I don't need to compliment, you know. I don't need to, uh, you look cute today. I don't need them <laughs> affirmation. I need to know you still down with me. So watch this. Like, you know my money funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And I roll you mm-hmm. up to Chili's. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> you trying to eat here? Mm-hmm. Come on, babe. I mean, yeah. it, ain't, yeah. we, it ain't always be Chili's. I mean, <laughs> we going to go to Big Bananas. But you know right now, I'm, you know, and so I just don't need, you know, men don't need to feel like they are less than. I'm yeah. still we still going out to eat. Mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, this is uh American grill. And uh <laughs> and you may want something higher than right, that. Or right. something, you know, so just those type of things. Got you. Got yeah. you. Got you. Got you. So gotcha. I'm what I'm hearing is just the judgment part. Like yeah. us being judgmental yeah. is what huge part of it's it. It's a huge part of men feeling huge like they can't it. be vulnerable because you don't mm-hmm. want to be judged. You don't want to feel like you less than Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that usually is what leads to divorce. Like if you talk to a divorce attorney and mm-hmm. or, or counseling or whatever, they'll tell you, man, this is this this that plays a huge role. The vulnerability part of it plays a huge role because you have two people at the end they're arguing. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they don't know how to communicate or they have problems communicating. They married each other. Mm-hmm. They knew who they were. They just didn't tell their partner who they were. Because they didn't have the opportunity. They didn't to? have the opportunity, or they, or they didn't, didn't feel make safe it safe enough to or get there. Safe enough. They didn't create it. Yeah. There's all types of reasons, yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah. you have to tell them who you are, and you have to be not be afraid and have faith in yourself 
then moving forward, the, the loyalty and the trust will be there with this person. Even if you are honest with them. Even if you're honest with so them. So I would say then, would you say that being vulnerable takes um, a certain level of, of honesty? Balls. Yeah. 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 And also, you know, people change. Like, people evolve. Yeah. So the person I was at, um, you know, 24, mm-hmm. I'm not that same cat. Yeah. You know, um, a whole lot of things have changed. My perspective mm-hmm. has changed. You know, uh, I've grown in, in certain areas. And so you can't hold me to the 24-year-old cat, you know, here in my 40s. Got gotcha. you. know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I would say as a woman, um, and I won't speak for all women, but I'll speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of the times women are held uh, socially, mm-hmm. we are held to a higher standard mm-hmm. um, with our sexuality, with our uh, level of reasoning, nurturing, those types of things. We're held to this high standard and um, expected to be perfect and good mm-hmm. a lot of the times. Yeah. So for me, being vulnerable is just allowing me to be flawed, Yeah. you know, allowing me to be able to escape that mental picture that you have of me being perfect and all of these other things that men tend to, because men, I women idolize men, but men really idolize women that they love. No doubt. And we become these, um, these things instead of real people. Right. So where a man is allowed to be human and allowed to be flawed, we're not always given that same um, leverage in life. Yeah. So I correct. think if I were to speak to men as far as women and allowing us to be vulnerable, allow us to be real. Yeah. yeah. Allow us to be um, imperfect. Yeah. You know, um, we do judge, women judge a lot. Mm-hmm. But so do men because men want to, like you were telling me earlier about men controlling their stories. Mm-hmm. You know, men want to control the, na- want to control the narrative of how things go because y'all are leaders, right. you know, but right. allow some flexibility in that for me to evolve and to grow right. and to change as well right. so that I can tell you, hey, well, this is how I really feel or mm-hmm. this is what I'm thinking or, hey, um, I don't want to, to do this thing because we're taught to be pleasers too. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the thing is releasing or relinquishing some of y'all's control and allowing (laughs) 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 I saw Justin look down (laughs) 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 because then well Mm. he got to in order for us to feel free enough to be vulnerable y'all need to feel safe so do we but we need to feel free Mm -hmm. to be vulnerable I can get that okay Okay. I know I know trust me I get it because I know what happens when when you don't yeah. You know, there's a flip side to it. Yeah. You know, because basically you, you're taking your heart out of your chest and you're giving it to a woman and she's mm-hmm. holding it. And then you're putting stipulations on it. And, you know, and you're doing a lot of things to her, but she's holding your heart. Yeah. You got to always think about it that way. Mm-hmm. That she can hurt you because she's holding She can just heart. squeeze her hand. <laughs> and then you go, <gasps> you know, and then she takes it away. And that that's a man's vulnerability is that, you know, with all his strength, with everything he does, Mm-hmm. And, and 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 we're this unstoppable force that we can be. Mm-hmm. We have this weird vulnerability with our heart. Gotcha. And then once it comes out, it's that's it. I mean that that can stop us. You know. 
And so that's why it's guarded. That's why you have men that guard it so heavily mm-hmm. um, because they know that love is, you know, a pathway to something. It could be something greater or it could be their downfall. Okay. So they, that's why men watch it the way they do. Okay. Let's step away from relationships for a moment okay. as far as uh, vulnerability and relationships. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you, Marcus, does it take a level of uh, vulnerability to do what you do in your art as a comedian? No doubt. Okay. No doubt. Can you talk about that a little bit as far as being an artist? Because we're both artists as right, well. Right. So I'd like to hear about that. Um, for me, I convey better over the microphone on stage uh, when I'm sharing stories about me. Got you. My family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a fine line I have to walk. Because you know, my wife be like, "Hey man, hey, hey, boy, <laughs> hey man, talk, don't talk about me. Talk about you, <laughs> you know." And you know, I'm, I'm, I talk about my mom and my dad, and you know, I just kind of talk about everybody. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and a lot of things, a lot of topics I may use. You know, my family may say, "Hey, bro," mm-hmm. you know. And and I'm watching, and mind you, I'm clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm clean, and so I'm looking at it like, this really ain't that bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm clean. Right. But at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm sharing some things that um, that maybe they didn't want. Shared. Shared. Yeah. That they didn't want to get out. And so uh, I deal with it. I deal with it. Uh, I've been dealing with it since I started doing comedy. Do you get a lot of backlash from that, from your family about talking? Not a lot of backlash yeah. because okay. they understand it pays the bills. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't get a lot of backlash. <laughs> But every now and then, I'm going to get a, you know, a little eyebrow raise <laughs> on, <laughs> you know, and all that. Yeah. And 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 really, not too much any, much anymore mm-hmm. because I've grown. Mm. Yeah. But when I first started, you know, it was just, I was just shooting them out there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and yeah, so, you know, go. Right. Yeah, and so now, go. I've gotten a little better, yeah. you know, or, and I'm able to articulate better than how I did when I first started. Yeah. Mm. So, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah, because most sense. comedians do use, like, personal yeah. experiences. Oh, yeah. All, yeah. Well, yeah. the best one. Comedy yeah. comes from the dark side. You yeah. know, it really does. The best comedy comes from... But that's how you open up the audience. Yeah. yeah. Because the beautiful part about comedy is none of us in this room came with each other. Yeah. But for 45 minutes to an hour, I get to take everybody in this room, put us all on the same page. I get mm-hmm. to invite you into my world, mm-hmm. you know, and now right. you realize, man, my world ain't that bad. Yeah. You know, <laughs> based off of what I'm telling you right. about mm-hmm. my world. Yeah. Right. You feel better now about you. Oh, man, I'm better than them because, you know, I, yeah. you know, so. Has being a comedian made it easier for you to be vulnerable um, in your relationships, not just with your wife, but yeah, with other I people? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I would say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it yes. it allows you to be able to uh, open up more, and not be shamed. Yeah, about not be shamed. Yeah. You can't one up me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't one up me. No need to be ashamed. Oh, boy, I saw you, you know, mm-hmm. such and such. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You was at Papa, though. With a, with a swamp thing. Yes. That, I was, that was, that was, you got me. That was me. Do people have that expectation of you to be... Um, Without, I mean, do yes. they uh, godly like to the? Yes, yeah, some, yeah. not 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 everybody, but yeah. you have your um, real starch, yeah, um, Christians. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were they were raised um, or just grew up in church to where everything was maybe negative. You can't go to the movies, mm-hmm. you know. You can't wear pants, mm-hmm. you know. Take off that lipstick, yeah. And so when you run into 
you know, one of those, I'm saying, yeah. which is not a lot anymore. But yeah. every blue moon, you get mm-hmm. that type of Christian. And, you know, they mean well. You know, I don't, it's, it's nothing to get offended by, nothing to get mad about. Yeah. But I, I still don't, um, I'm still going to have, have a swamp thing, though. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? It's not going to stop it. Yeah. But I get where they it coming from is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. swamp things are yeah. good. They ain't even. <laughs> I know for a fact. You can't do alcohol anymore, so. Yeah, I can't do alcohol. Yeah, I've, we I've talked been, about this. Yeah, Don't be smiling. Uh, yeah, it's a divine intervention. <laughs> yeah. It just, yeah, it's, for some reason, I go straight to the, uh, the uh, what is it, the, what do you call it, when you, when you, uh, you get so drunk the next morning. Come on, hangover. Yeah, oh. come on, a hangover. Like, I go straight to hangover mode. Uh, like I'll drink, and then thirty minutes, forty-five minutes later, you I have skip the buzz. Yeah. I get a fucking headache. Yeah. And so yeah. Anyway, that's that's a different story. We'll talk about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's so anyway, okay. I don't, yeah. I don't have that. Yeah, yeah me neither. Yeah. That's that's right. a fail safe that God put right. in place <laughs> just for you. I know, right? Yep. God damn. That's love, babe. That's divine intervention in love. You he know, loves you. It really is. It really is. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird love. It Very is. weird love. But okay. <laughs> you can't party. Yeah, I know, right? So, but all right, all right, cool. Moving on, moving on. No, I was going to ask you too. Um, so, talking about church, my uh, producer gave me a question, and I wanted to ask. She mm-hmm. said, in your jokes, you mentioned how church folks, because we're talking about church folks, mm-hmm. um, encouraged you to marry your prototype mm-hmm. versus your type. Mm-hmm. A prototype being something that everybody wants you to be with. Mm-hmm. And when we'll, women say things like. Um, you got a Bible reading man, and the men yeah. say things like you got a Proverbs uh, 31, 31 woman. woman. Yeah. What do you think about that? And then just being, because well, we're talking about social vulnerability mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you being able to say for yourself or tell these people who you trust and love and believe in mm-hmm. that, no, this is the type of person yeah. that I want to be with. Yeah. Well, first of all, they mean well. Yeah, they Let do. me start off by saying <laughs> yeah. they mean well. They always do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they just mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no well. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, when you're a single person in the church, you know, church folk, they want, you know, they want you because they feel like marriage is the goal for everybody. Yeah. And so, you know, once they see a sister and, and a brother, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hey, they, you know, they trying to hook him up. And mm-hmm. so the brother or the sister, they may be a prototype, mm-hmm. but they not your type. Got you. And, a, you know, a prototype in the church may be, you know, maybe a usher. She may be in the choir. Mm-hmm. They may go to Bible study and mm-hmm. church every Sunday. And all that, and all that is great. Yeah. But it ain't mm-hmm. your type. Yeah. It still ain't your type. Yeah. And so, um, and so that's the thing. So a lot of times people in, in church, they will uh, marry the prototype mm-hmm. and then get mad. Mm-hmm. And it's called it a church problem. See, that's why people that's <laughs> the people in the church. No, no, no. Don't put that on the church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's you yeah. for marrying a prototype mm-hmm. and not your type. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that happens a lot, too. It happens yeah. all the time. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and so time. you look up and you've been in this relationship. You're at church and, you know, but you're not happy or, or, or you know, you're not mm-hmm. fulfilled. And this ain't your, you, you realize this ain't my type of guy. This ain't my type of chick. Mm-hmm. And then you want to blame the church. Yeah. Hmm. No, 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 no. Hmm. Marry your type. And why do you hmm. think that they blame the church? Because the church were the people in the church were the ones that were pushing them to be together and they listened, or because they felt like we were talking about that godliness is enough mm-hmm. to form a connection with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, th- I think, I don't know, what do you think about that? What do you think about people who feel like faith is enough to link people together? 
Mm, I don't think about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, good luck. But um, they blame the church because the church is an easy blame. It's it an is. easy out. It is. Yeah. You know, I don't care what I watch. Like I watched, um, and y- y- I'm sure y'all may have mm-hmm. seen it, Pastor Wilson. Yes. Y- okay, y'all saw Pastor Wilson, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I didn't get to see Pastor Wilson. I mean, but you heard about I it. I heard about the Justin saw who, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah like, that's, that's how you feel? Hey, 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 y'all. Show me what he did. No, 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 no. Show it later. Show it later. Show it later, please. Show it side by side. No, show it later. Show it later, please. Okay. But what I'm saying, and I was, I just so happened, was watching this blog, because when when somebody told me about it, I went looked it up, and this blog was talking about it, and the lady said, well, the church took another black eye today. The church Everything mm. was about the mm. church. And I'm going, how's you blaming what Pastor Wilson did yeah. on the entire church? Yeah, I didn't it, see the a, church it, there. It was I just didn't see the church there. <laughs> I, I saw Pastor Wilson there. Yeah. And so, but people, I'm just using that to say people use the church as a scapegoat. Yeah, they yeah. do. You know, hey, I go if I go to church and, and I fall short, I mess up. That's on you. That's on me. Yeah. That don't have nothing yeah. to do with the church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if you if if if, if Burger King meat go bad, mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. don't say well that all the burger industry. <laughs> that's all right. You know yeah. that's that's why ain't nobody eat no more burgers. Yeah. You yeah. know, but only the church will. The whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, the whole entity gets you blamed. know blamed. Yeah. For for this thing, and so back to what we were really talking about, they'll say, you know, they get mad at the church as mm-hmm. if. This entity did this when no, really, you married somebody mm-hmm. that was not your type. Yep. Okay, it was a prototype, mm-hmm. a demo, mm-hmm. a model mm-hmm. that's not real. Mm-hmm. And now you find yourself. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, you shouldn't put it on the church. And, um, you know, at the time, yeah, it was definitely not on the church. It was definitely on Pastor Wilson's you face. Pastor Wilson. <laughs> on his face? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's my. where it all went. So. Just show me later. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely show you Got later. Got you. Because right. I want to see what happened to Pastor Wilson's definitely, face. Definitely. And then, you know, the worst part what? about it is someone tried to do a copycat video of it, and they tried to re-release it again. It was like, oh, he's at it again. They tried to do this oh, thing. That was kind of funny. Yeah. It was just some old dude that looked yeah. kind of like him, but it was actually funny. <laughs> I'll show you that later. Okay. But okay. Okay. okay, interesting, interesting. I can accept that. That that's a good I that's a good way to look at it. I like the prototype the thing, ideology. Though, but the thing is though, and just to bring it back to what we're talking about with vulnerability, if you cannot accept responsibility for yeah. something, if you cannot be accountable uh-huh. for anything, then you're gonna have a hard time being Man, vulnerable. Are you so ever? anybody that's blaming anybody else for what's happening in their mm-hmm. relationship, be it the church, mm-hmm. the person they were married to, mm-hmm. any of that, is because they couldn't be vulnerable. Right. And they, you know that they couldn't be vulnerable because they can't even accept responsibility and accountability nope. for a decision that they made. Nope. Very important. This Very important stuff. Topic. I know, right? See? Thank y'all. See, that's that's going deeper into it. It was deeper, huh? Because at yeah. first we were just talking about weakness. Yeah, it was just, yeah, because see, that's the thing. When it, and I always talk to people about vulnerability, and that's the first thing they talk about. Yeah. Oh, it's just weakness, powerlessness. Yeah. Wow, that was hard to say. Powerlessness. Yeah, there was, that. oh, you know, you lose everything. So you're, just, you're vulnerable. You're just naked right there. And everybody's laughing at you. And you're trying to be. Yeah, so know, it's no. pinned as like a risk. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a huge risk. I'm like, nah, it's not. Everything is a risk, though. Yeah, everything is a risk. Yeah. Everything yeah. is a risk. Evil is a risk. Good is a risk. Everything's a risk. Yeah. You, you decide to go that path and you have faith that, oh, this is going to work out. Yeah. So that's what it is. That's part of it. 
Well, we got hmm. what ten minutes left in our show. Now? Yeah, she eight minutes like, left. What? Eight minutes left. Eight minutes left. Okay. So before what? we run out of time, mm-hmm. you had something else to say? Oh no, no. I want to wrap up with my just my truth about how I felt about. Remember the I was going to just talk about vulnerability at the very end. You know, my closeout comments. That's okay. All. I'll but give you the close. Do what you're going to do. Yeah. I want Marcus <laughs> to tell us plug any upcoming shows. Yeah, yeah this, Where can do we that. find you? Oh, man. So in, in age, well, I'm on the road every weekend, but we do a big show here called the Jive Turkeys at the okay. Houston Improv. Okay. It's uh, on Thanksgiving Eve. That's what we call the, the day before Thanksgiving. Two shows at the Improv. Okay. And um, um, we have Dave Lawson, Alisa Deek, Billy Sorrells. Oh, that's funny. Um, uh, um, Seven, the poet. GT, okay. the DJ. Oh, GT. Um, Terry Gross and myself. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, all the Houston cast that's kind of come together on that eve, on Thanksgiving Eve, and rock out two shows. It'd be really good. Oh, that's okay. Dope. Yeah. And where can fans find you if they want to find you on social media? Yeah, everything's my name, MarcusDWiley.com website, um, MarcusDWiley at MarcusDWiley on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think I am MarcusDWiley on um, Facebook and okay. uh, MarcusDWiley on Twitter, I believe. Yeah. Okay. okay. So yeah, y'all go. Uh, subscribe, subscribe, like, share. Follow. I saw a lot of stuff doing my uh, my research on you. Okay. Yeah, I have to follow, <laughs> go back yeah. to it. I was um, I was very impressed. Yeah. Very funny guy. Appreciate I it. like too what you do with the uh the marriage retreats and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I get a me. lot of those. Yes. Yeah. Do you do, do you get more of that more of that lately now though? Because in earlier well, I, stuff I was looking, I didn't see a lot of that. Yeah, I started doing this thing called I'm a relationship expert. Okay. Um. A relationship expert. I don't fix relationships, though. Yeah. That's not what expert <laughs> is. Some people like a broken mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. Preventative. Yeah. yeah. You, you, but I'm just, you know, I'm just sharing with you how to, um, you know, how to get through. And yeah. I use a lot of uh, me and my wife stuff because yeah. we got a lot of, uh, I feel like we got a lot of a lot of good stories, good noteworthy things that can, um, you know, help people and uh, all that good stuff. That's what we do, Marcus. Yeah, what y'all yeah, do. That's yeah, that's what we trying to do. Yeah. yeah Between all of the, the yeah. mess we do. <laughs> yeah, all the mess and chaos and yeah. weirdness. And, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah so yeah, here's just another example that if you're looking for longevity in a relationship, mm-hmm. it's not just, this is not a, an isolated situation. Mm-hmm. It happens. Nah. Mark has been married 22 plus years as mm-hmm. well. These things can happen, but the topics we're talking about, forgiveness, vulnerability, yeah. these things are important, and those are the, the tools that we've applied yeah. to our relationships to be able to make it this long. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. But um, before Justin gets into his clothes, I'm going to just tell y'all where y'all can find us. You can find us at Date Night with the Crafts, C-R-A-F-T-S. Um, that's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, actually Twitter is um, Craft Date Night. So y'all, you know, join those pages, like those pages. Um, Also, too, I keep being told to say go to Apple and rate and review the shows because we get something. It it promotes us better when it does that. Please do that. We need that. Um, And also, too, if you have any questions about what we talked about today, we've talked about past shows, we are going to be doing a segment called Asking for a Friend. Send that to us. We'd love to uh, share our insight, you know, as best we can from our point of view, twisted as it's as it is. But (laughs) we'll do our best to help, you know, shed some light, like Marcus said, give some guidance. But um, 
Marcus, we thank you. Oh, thank, thank you all for having me. Appreciate yes, it. Yes, thank yeah, you. Good. good show. You came and heard our sinners today. Oh, all right. You know, Big time sinners. You get too much dirt on your road. Oh. And <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> we didn't make you cuss and drink wine and oh. do all, all that right. simple stuff yeah. that we like I'm to disappointed. do. Disappointing. Oh, my God. Next time. <laughs> well, I didn't next know. Time. <laughs> next time. Yes. Next time we loop back around. Yes. But, uh, so. Justin, you have how many minutes? Four minutes. Four minutes. Four minutes. Okay. So. I think the closeout is something that I want to start doing from now on. Just okay. the last minutes, I just kind of like to, to say something. That, you know, a lot of times it's my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, you can take it as you want to take it. You know, take some things out of it. If it doesn't matter to you, shit, fuck, close it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Close the window. All right. But um, the one thing, the vulnerability thing was personal to me. It was very personal. This is a very personal show because I know a lot of people that suffered. They suffered because they couldn't overcome this. Mm-hmm. And they went on to live their lives and they didn't find love, yeah. and they didn't find things they wanted to find in life, and then they took this stuff to the grave, and that's something you should never do. Mm-hmm. You know, Tell somebody, figure out someone you can share it with, get it out of your system. Don't leave it in. Trust me, you'll feel a lot better. And one of the things I always tell people about this is like, well, the analogy I like to always share with people is like, have you ever had a gluten-free brownie or cookie? Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, yeah. I wouldn't even got that shit to begin with. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's horrible. It tastes disgusting. Mm-hmm. It was so bad that I went to Starbucks a week ago and asked him for the gluten-free brownie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I took that. They took the shit off the menu. Oh. Yeah, you can't even buy it here no more. Okay. That's how bad it is because mm-hmm. no one wanted it because it's not needed. Mm-hmm. So I say all that to say this is that even though you don't like the gluten, it's an important, important ingredient to make that brownie taste good. Tastes like a brownie. It tastes like a brownie. Gotcha. And I always tell people, it's. I, I say it's a fundamental thing. Yeah. But it helps build a stronger union. You the know? vulnerability part. Yes. Okay. Because if not, you can't, if you don't accept it, then you'll accept fear and shame in gotcha. its place. And that's what erodes you mm-hmm. or that's what, you know, it starts to wear and tear the new person that's developing inside of you. Gotcha. Because you can't let go. You can't be honest. So then you're stuck. Mm-hmm. You're stuck in this one place. And that is usually between fear and shame because that's where it derives from a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So you got to get past that. And you, you got to believe in yourself enough to make that connection with someone about the way that you love them and the way that you want to be seen and understood and, and so loved. forth. And loved. Yeah. Exactly. So that's very, very important because um, the shame will tear you up. Mm-hmm. And it will cause other problems in your life. It goes far beyond relationships. Mm-hmm. It goes far beyond. It goes. It, it starts to leak into your professional life. Mm-hmm. It starts to leak into other situations, friendships, all types of things, all your connections in this world mm-hmm. that will get you through certain areas and will get you to where you're going. Okay. So I always say that, that it's an important lesson because one of the biggest parts of it is healing yourself. And you I just wanted to say that. Being vulnerable. Yeah, I just wanted to say that mm-hmm. because it was really important to me to say that because, okay. you know, um, my mom mm-hmm. suffered with it. She mm-hmm. lived with a lot of different issues mm-hmm. and they never were corrected. And you know, when she died, I knew a lot of that died with her. Mm-hmm. And I wish that I could have told her that. Well, maybe you'll save somebody else's mom. <laughs> right. All so. Right. That's all I had to say. So I just want to dedicate this to my mom. Mm -hmm. Love you. And that's it. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. We love y'all. Catch us next Thursday. Same time, same place. And uh, y'all be good. I'll be good. Thank you. Love y'all.